Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Try us out. You might like us. Maybe we're new to you. Coming up in about 15 minutes, another word, a keyword, where if you follow John's very specific directions, you could win some money. We call it the inflation bonus. It's coming up at around 320, again at 420 and 520. So several chances left to win on the show. All right, let's get right to this because it is a five-minute play, but we think it's going to be worth the time to listen to if you didn't get to see it on television. CBS 2 investigative reporter David Goldstein takes a look at the story that came out a couple of weeks ago, that the recent release of the homeless numbers in Los Angeles County by the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority or agency, I guess it's agency, may be undercounted. Well, uh, see, there's reports I, coming from people who I, actually were out there doing the census that they weren't confident in the numbers being reported. I, I take issue. Undercount is too mild a term. It's, uh, you know, a, a media term. They put out false numbers is what they did. You no, have no proof of that. Yes, I do. You they, can't call someone a liar. Yes, I can. They put out a zero. How could, they, how, well, could you, how could you put out a zero for Venice? That night, nobody was there in that little section of Venice. <laughs> Possible. No. <laughs> they drove by, looked around. They, they lied because they're under so much criticism. They tried to deflate the number to make it look like they're doing good. <laughs> All the people who run Lhasa saw these numbers. It was, it was audited and vetted. They, they knew what they were sending out there. This is on purpose. All right, let's uh, begin to play the report from David Goldstein, and then we'll talk about it. Lhasa came back in this area here with zero people homeless living on the street. 
<laughs> wow, that's funny. Bill Young and his friends could only laugh. Oh, and my baby. They're homeless, living with their dogs, they say, for six years in these vans in the parking lot of the Westminster Dog Park in Venice. And they're not alone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cars in this parking lot alone. Plus these guys that sleep right here. That's their unofficial count of the homeless in the park. But the official 2022 count by the L.A. Homeless Services Authority, or LASA, showed the total unsheltered population in this area, zero. I think it's bull****, excuse my language. Here, here's proof. Good morning. But at their press conference announcing the homeless count, LASA officials were upbeat. There are lots of, of good things in the, in the numbers today. They claim the number of homeless went up just 4.1% in LA County from 2020 to 2022, and up just 1.7% in the city of LA during the same period. The numbers are suggesting that there's a flattening of the curve. But are the numbers accurate? Did LASA get it right in this precinct? LASA did not get the count right. Nowhere close, nowhere near. Jessica Rogers was one of thousands who volunteered to count the homeless back in February. I was scared for my life. She went block by block in the same area where Bill Young and his friends live in Venice. Where LASA showed zero, she counted 297 and inputted it here on the app provided by LASA. But she says that app continuously crashed. She ended up texting in the information, but her 297 was reported as zero. I remember very well what I saw and where I saw it and what it was like. And to find out that LASA recorded zero people on the streets that night is heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. Are you questioning some of these numbers? Yes, we're questioning some of these numbers. And she's not alone. Dan Flaming is with the Economic Roundtable, a nonprofit research group. Had 94 people who were unsheltered in 2020, and then in this year's count, it had zero. He's going through the numbers and found some hard to explain. He found roughly half of the areas counted had fewer unsheltered homeless in 2022 compared to the last count in 2020. And 335 areas that had reported unsheltered homeless in 2020 now reporting zero. Do you believe those numbers? It's hard to reconcile with what I see as I drive around the city. LASA is the same agency where we caught employees throwing cases of food in the dumpster that were supposed to go to the homeless. The agency has an $800 million budget and has been under attack by both the city and county for not doing enough to combat the homeless problem. What do they say? You know, numbers don't lie, but people lie. Jay Handel chairs the Homeless Committee for the L.A. Neighborhood Councils. You think they actually manipulated the numbers? I wouldn't count it out. I would definitely not count it out because, again, knowing how unhappy the county and the city are with LASA, it would not shock me. Is LASA purposely manipulating the numbers? to make it look better on the streets? Absolutely not. LASA's Molly Reisman says the count is just an <laughs> estimate. She admits the app was a problem. But it didn't work. I wouldn't say it didn't work. It, there were some challenges. But she maintains it was an accurate count. These people counted what would amount to 297 
unhoused individuals and your count came back as zero unhoused. How do you explain that? Because our goal is to get a regional estimate and assigning the data per census tract was complicated this year because of some of the technological issues. <laughs> we believe we got the best regional estimate we could. But to those living on the streets, they say their count is the one that counts. It's never been zero. Actually, right now, it's probably the highest I've ever seen that. And while Lhasa maintains the numbers are as accurate as they can be, they did say they have dumped the company that created that app nah. that was used in the last count. They're replacing it with another one, and one hopefully works a little bit what? better than that one. Um, when is the next count? The next count will be early next year. Uh, All right, that's CBS 2's David Goldstein, investigative reporter, and uh, going right to the source, some of the census takers doubting the uh, homeless numbers. Yes. I have never heard of anyone more full of crap than Molly Reisman, the chief programs officer. I mean, Joseph Goebbels would, would be shamed, ashamed to do what she was doing there. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, there's 297 homeless, and she doesn't think zero is an inaccurate count. Well, she, let's, she, let's she, remind everybody the big statistic in there, and I wrote it down. There were 335 places back in 2020 that had homeless people. Right. This count in 2022, those 335 reported zero. Right. So how? Why, why didn't they look at that and do it all over again? And you can't blame the app. Don't you have? Yeah, did anybody audit this and say this doesn't make sense? Don't you have a pen and paper? Technological difference. Well, that's probably how they did it years ago before well, well, they so why walked didn't they, around with. Uh, well, what's the point of an app that uh, doesn't work? It's it's a it's a busted app. Who is that company? Did they have political connections? Was it somebody's brother-in-law, some deadbeat brother-in-law who uh, made up a fake app that didn't work? You think work? they sent him out there knowing the app wouldn't work and they'd have to kind of it, just it, come it, up with zeros? It, it, you know, I, I think they're a bunch of liars. I think buried in that story was the truth. They get so much criticism from the city and the county because they're such a disaster agency that they decided to pull a fast one. And, but they did it so well. There'll be an increase, but not a very big increase. Right? We yeah. can't. We can't say it's that the homeless problem is gone. Right. The numbers are way down. Everybody knows there's an increase, but they tried to fudge it and say, "Oh, it's just four percent." And the only way they got to four percent is by zeroing out 335 districts. 335. Think about that. You tell me they didn't know what they were doing. This. This was. This was absolutely scripted, conscious, intentional intentionally lying this agency should be defunded and destroyed this is corruption this is no different than the corruption of ridley thomas and jose Wizar and mitch englander this is no different than all the misbehavior of nuri martinez and karen bass with her fake scholarship that she got this is all the same stuff they're all blowing our money they're all corrupt they're all lying this is what they do all day uh, oh, there's breaking news. Uh, Kevin DeLeon did an interview. Got any guess with who? Univision. I was going to say. I was gonna... No, I will not resign because I have a lot of work ahead. I feel very bad. I feel very sorry for the damage, for the wounds that exist today in our communities. But he has uh, reiterated yeah. the fact that he will not quit. Hey, stared down the mob, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to apologize. For the painful words that were carried out that day last year, but I will not resign. Wow. All right, we'll have more on that. Well, 
also when we yeah. it's going to air tonight but and, and, and you'll, Spanish, you'll see right? he'll finish out his term because all, all the wieners who always run and hide every time an activist group and by the way i can't stand him okay he's a dirtbag of the worst oh sort. yeah i was supposed to call him kevin oh, leon yeah you know he's he's an absolute dirtbag uh, his policies and ideas are destructive he's, he's an awful person but uh, you can't let these mobs, these social media mobs, run run the world. You can't. You have to just say no. And I'm glad he just said no. Let uh, the constituents in his district, let them vote to recall him. All right. Also, we'll talk about how the L.A. County Board of Supervisors is trying to do something to alleviate the problem with the metro train that finds its way into Long Beach, the end of the line. It's the blue line, or I think it's now called the A-line. And the vagrants get off and uh, stay there. They've seen a big increase in the homeless population around this area in Long Beach. And we'll tell you what the Board of Supervisors dopes are talking about. Your chance for money, too. The keyword, the inflation bonus keyword is next. John and Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right. Repeating a big story that just came across. Los Angeles City Council member Kevin Leon said in a television interview airing tonight, that he will not resign. A partial transcript of the interview was released by Univision. No, Noticiero Univision. Noticiero? I am so sorry. I am excessively sorry. And that is why I apologize to all my people, to my entire community for the damage caused by the painful words that were carried out that day last year. No, I will not resign because there's a lot of work ahead. He's sorry for the damage. Oh, no. He wants the wounds that exist today in our community. The wounds? Sorry for... Where are these yeah. wounds? Well, those are the ones that have to heal. Right. But, I mean, what uh, on what body part do the wounds lie? Did he stab people? Or uh, You would think, right, from the description? We have wounds. We have healing. We I'm have curious people. when we see the full thing, though, if he does say, you know, I didn't say much. A lot of it was Nuri Martinez. And... Well, that's, no, if he says that, it's true. Most yeah. of it was her. He may not want to get that detail, just say, ah, I said I'm sorry, I'm not resigning. Leave it to the you voters. You know, if you're truly sorry, just say it once. If you're not sorry, then don't apologize. But just say it once. You don't have to go on tour. If somebody's not going to accept the apology, that's their problem. You know, the LA Times ran their second editorial demanding that uh, Cedillo and uh, DeLeon resign. It's like, yeah. you know what? You're not in charge. You're this uh, weaselly little bearded uh, nerd writing editorials. You, nobody has to listen to you. Nobody. The voters in his district. It, I mean, the, he's start a, a recall. He's been a dirt. He's been a dumb dirtbag all his life, and they voted for him. Twenty-five thousand votes. Not very much, but that's all who votes there. It's up to them. You know, it's America. You can have a dumb dirtbag uh, represent you if that's what you're into. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, we're talking about the homeless. We just played a great story from CBS2 reporter David Goldstein about uh, that suspicious homeless count for L.A. County that was released a few weeks ago that many think is, uh, is a lie. That they deliberately undercounted significant portions of the county, including that one Venice neighborhood where they came up with a zero, and there's at least a couple hundred homeless people there. So... <clears throat> That apparently, and again, I repeat that statistic, 335 places in the county that reported homeless people in 2020, this year in 2022, the census says zero. That's just not how, credible. How many people do you think looked at that report before it was made public? And remember, you had employees of LASA, I don't know who those two women were, 
standing there and they were praising themselves for progress that they saw in the report, which was a total lie. See, I, I know just about everyone listening. If you were in charge of Lhasa and you got a report with 335 zeros, every single one of you would say, this is nonsense. We're not releasing this. No one's going to believe it. It's garbage. It's a lie. Stop it. I don't care if it's the app. It's irrelevant. You, you have a pair of eyes and a pen and paper. Figure it out. That's the way the place ought to be run. Yeah, you know what? I think what really happened is they get they do all the data. They put it together. They said, "Oh, we're only up four percent. Let's just release this then." Yeah. Well, Let, don't 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 I, look into anything. Here. They no should, details. They should be fired. Ray, find out who the two women on that videotape were, if you could, on the on the uh, David Goldstein video, because I, I I watched the video and I didn't I didn't see a graphic on there identifying them. Maybe I just but they're with Lassa. They're with Lassa. I mean, those two should be fired. Okay, now this is what I'm talking about. Everybody, we spent a week we spent a week uh, trying to uh, oh, get rid of Daily get, ri get rid of Daily Own for for uh, a bunch of nasty comments. Uh, that were, you know, illegally recorded, private conversation, right? Here you have a, the number one issue affecting the city, right? Half the mayor's race is about homelessness, and the other half is about crime. And we are paying billions of dollars to Lhasa and other agencies to fix the problem. And this is their report card. And they come out and they give us a load of steaming horse crap. A complete fabrication, a lie. It's deceptive. It's fraud. It's now, fraud, and they should be fired for it. And those two women ought to be fired for going public with because they, they knowingly lied. And you can't tell me they didn't know it. 335 zeros on, on, the, on the spreadsheet? Come on. The L.A. County Board of Supervisors uh, talked about a motion yesterday to try to deal with the situation in Long Beach. The Metro train, which runs from downtown Los Angeles and ends its journey in Long Beach, the rule is everybody off. We got to clean the bodily fluids. So people in this neighborhood in Long Beach are complaining that the homeless are dumped there. So Janice Hahn has come up, oh my God, with, a, well, this is what we should do. We should consider round-the-clock navigation hubs within the Metro system. Now, bear mean? with me here. This is fantastic. What she wants to do, because there's not enough, quote, outreach workers there when the trains arrive at like two in the morning or something like that. So instead, they want to provide, I guess they'll put up little uh, notices, directions to shelters for homeless people who exit the trains at the end of the service that, day. That is idiotic. Oh, it is. That is not going to work. They don't. The bums don't care. No, you have to. You have to. But you have to put them. No, the city has to put them in in a, in a bus and drive them out of Long Beach. Long Beach should not get a daily supply at two in the morning of uh, the day's new homeless crop. Just because they're the end and, of the line, exactly. And by the way, they should have uh, police or sheriff's deputies or whoever's patrolling that throw the homeless off. They want to establish a specialized homeless task force. God including representatives of Metro yeah. and the L.A. Homeless, oh, the L.A. Homeless Services Authority, too. Yeah, right. Those liars. <laughs> those frauds. Uh, uh, honestly, this is so excruciating. 
This is absolutely only only Janice Hans half a brain could come up with this idea. Post a sign at the end of the metro stop so the homeless know where to go. Yeah, what directions the, to their latest what, uh, their what, local what, service what, provider. Right. They stumble off, whacked out on meth or fentanyl or oh, they ignored it, right. with schizophrenia. It's like, hey, Ralph, where's that sign that points? They shouldn't be allowed on the train. They should be thrown off the train, period. All right. Ah. When, we, when we come back, a couple of stories uh, taking us back a couple of years involving our beloved Employment Development Department. That's the California agency responsible for paying out the unemployment money. We have new details on just how bad that was and new details on efforts to claw back some of the money. Yes, the fraud money. We'll talk about it. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, repeating the big story, uh, he went tribal. Uh, Kevin DeLeon, the L.A. City Councilman, uh, who many are calling for to resign over those uh, leaked audio recordings, went on Spanish-language television, Univision, and uh, announced he will not. Resign. The entire interview is in Spanish. It'll air tonight, and I guess there'll be a translation and, that we can uh, play parts of. Yeah, the people who vote for him are going to be watching. On, yeah, that's on, exactly on, the theory. He went to a, right. a, a he, place that would be a good source. right? Because I, I saw something in a poll that 78% of people in L.A. County want him to resign, or L.A. City. And I thought, well, I bet you the 22%, a lot of them live in his district. They the do. ones that support him. Yeah. Well, you know, if if people in his district don't like it, they can start a recall and see what happens yeah. with the, you know, the voters in his district. See if they are into that. Uh, coming up after four o'clock, we'll head out into Bidenville. Uh, he released uh, more oil reserves. There's a few stories that go around that, including reporters asked him, "Is this have anything to do with the election? <laughs> uh, trying to tamp down the gas price problem?" You'll know, get his answer. We'll play that. That's less than a day's worth of gas. So that's really I not going to affect the prices. It's virtue signaling. But now we return to really what we both believe was one of the most undercovered scandals in the history of California. Well, you got to look at the high speed rail is also it's, yeah. it's undercovered for that fiasco that's gone on for uh, now 16 years. This is the most expensive undercovered story. It, exactly. And it all happened in a short period of time. This is the fraud at the unemployment agency for California, known as the EDD, the Employment Development Department. Who knows? Like everything else in life, oh, we don't want to call it the unemployment department because that's just it's that's a negative connotation. We're yeah. going to help people. We'll call it employment development. Well, we speak uh, plainly here on the show, and it's the unemployment department. And you only got the money from this department if you were unemployed. So we learned after the pandemic began that they really had no controls on handing out the money. And uh, officially, they're still reporting about $20 billion in fraud from domestic and international criminals. It was the largest reported amount of pandemic-related fraud from any state. Uh, We also told you then that one of the things they would not do, and Gavin Newsom was behind this, was to do a quick check of the inmates. Just compare their social security numbers to claims that were coming in just to make sure the inmates were not trying to grab some money, and they thought that was a privacy violation that was blocked. Newsom thought uh, uh, releasing prisoners' social security numbers 
was uh, just uh, a, a horrible invasion of their privacy. We're talking about people on death row. He wouldn't release the Social Security numbers of death row inmates. That's how Scott Peterson got one of these uh, EDD checks. <laughs> so what we've had going on for some time now is a man by the name of McGregor Scott. He's a former U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of California. He has the job to try to get some of that money back for California. And I can tell you right now that the last time we talked about McGregor Scott and how much money they got back, I don't think the, the needles moved. They've recovered a little bit more than a billion dollars. But that was months ago. Yeah, that's about and it. And the reason is simple. They did it by freezing EDD bank debit cards obtained through fraud. If you're going to stop this from happening, you got to do it quickly. Because what the crooks will do is they, they take the money out of there as fast as they can and launder it. The, the money, so if you haven't gotten the money back by now, you're not going to get most of it. No, the money they got was was unused funds in these accounts. It's stuff that's they, right. they didn't spend. So that, that, that was easy. But once it's taken out of the account, it's gone forever. They'll never get it back. Yeah, they're trying to track some of these people down. They have arrested some people and charged some people with uh, unemployment you, fraud. Do you know what is shocking about this? And this is entirely Newsom's responsibility for those of you who are voting for that, uh, that fraud. Mm. They think that 36% of the cases filed... 37? 36.6. It rounds up to 37. 37% are fraudulent. 37% of the claims made were fraudulent. Well, they write here, what percentage of that was outright fraud or mistakes is unclear. But most believe it's, the majority was fraud. It's all fraud. Of course it was fraud. Uh, there they, were no controls on it. And so, They really had no controls. They're like, we got to get the help to people right away, so don't ask any questions. Just send the money out. That's exactly what happened for quite a while back in 2020. The LexisNexis Risk Solutions... I, I guess is uh, they, they've looked at this issue. Haywood Talcove is the CEO of the government division. He says the number is closer to thirty-two point six billion, not twenty billion. Yeah, I've heard thirty billion for quite a while now well, is a better number. Well, because he said he looked at federal labor department audits that showed California averaged a high job, a high jobless fraud rate and an improper payment rate three years before the pandemic. And the number didn't go down during the pandemic. It only went up. In other words, leading into the pandemic, California had a high rate of fraud. It, it, they, were, they were paying out probably 37% of the claims. And yeah. they were fraudulent. I like what Jim Patterson, the Republican state assemblyman from Fresno we've had on the show many times, said. The state of California has to stop patting itself on the back that they're doing something. This is patchwork. We only got a billion back out of maybe 30 to 35 billion. That's a terrible batting average. We got to do better than that. But as I said before, I think it's too late. It is too late. It's Anybody also- that defrauded us two and a half years ago, that money is out there in the launder world. You know, I heard a, f- a report on Fox this morning, and they think collectively from all the COVID programs, you know, Congress passed trillions. Oh, the and trillions payroll of- protection. And yeah, the- yeah. That it's probably $500 billion was stolen collectively from all the uh, payouts. A half a trillion dollars stolen from taxpayers. Yeah, they think it's at least $163 billion just from the unemployment money. We have obviously the dumbest, sloppiest, most careless government 
on the federal level and on the state level. The people who work in these departments, all these faceless, nameless, colorless bureaucrats, there's not one of them that cares. Though the rest of the world looted a half a trillion from us and nobody cares. So now they have a driver's license uh, authentication system called ID.me. The state thinks is a highly secure identity verification process. And they hired an outside data analysis firm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I'm confident they're getting a handle on some, this. Some because there are reports that they're still being defrauded. Oh, they, that, well, that they, the unemployment money is still being the Russians. Well, and that was the, the point actors. of the guy from LexisNexis. He goes, look how much they were defrauded three years before the pandemic. That's how he, he got the $32 billion. He looked at the rate of fraud before the pandemic, said the rate of fraud went higher during the pandemic. So that's why it's got to be at least $32 billion. Yeah, because the pandemic was the floodgates. They didn't want to get in the way of uh, people getting their claims because uh, people are counting on this money. Get it out there. All right, we got more coming up. It's John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm looking at the, the sample ballot that just came to my mailbox today for the election. They want to raise the sales tax in my town to 10.25%. Good Lord. For right what? Now it's like nine and a half. For what? Uh, they're arguing that they don't get enough of the money from the county. In other words, there's a county sales tax, and then you can add on locally if the voters approve. And then allegedly, you'll get more of that money for your local budget. But uh, 10 and a quarter. Oh, that's, that's obscene. Tell them no. Oh, I voted. I voted. Vote no. Thank you. All right. Coming up after 4 o'clock, we'll stroll into Bidenville. We'll play the wonderful intro. We'll talk about Joe's move to release more oil from America's strategic reserves. We'll also tell you that Joe's going to go bye-bye for a couple of weeks. He's going to work from home in Delaware. You know what's been underreported? He's apparently spent more time away from Washington, D.C. and Delaware in his first year or two years here in office than, than Trump did. And they made so much about Trump's trips to Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Trump is out there golfing all the time in New Jersey. Uh, Joe spends a lot of time in, uh, in bed uh, in Delaware. They should lock him in the basement in Delaware for the, for the next two years. Yeah, apparently there's nobody really calling for him on the campaign trail, so he has time to go to <laughs> Delaware and sit and maybe ride his bike around the backyard. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? We got this, this huge election coming up. And he has nothing to do. He sidelined. I saw Obama's going to campaign with a couple of uh, yeah. candidates, but oh. Joe, uh, it's okay, Joe. Just sit down, have your cup of tea. Here's a blanket. A sedative. Somebody read him a bedtime story. We don't need you right now. Here's your grilled cheese. <laughs> well, Deborah Mark, a big day for you. Yeah, why, Ken? The city of Los Angeles and its city council voted unanimously yesterday to adopt a resolution in support of the Global Plant-Based Treaty Initiative. Woo! It is what you think it is. It's moving us away from animal agriculture. Thank goodness. I have a question. It's a plant-based treaty, John, a treaty. How much farming is done in the city of Los Angeles? Uh, That's not the point. (laughs) But we eat the meat. That's correct. Right? Right? We consume the... the, are, Are they banning... Consumption of meat? They can't. No, they can't do that. It's a resolution. It has. Oh, it's, it's a resolution. Just, it's just virtue signaling. It's a. Re- <laughs> it's a PR move. 
But Deborah Mark's Wait, in favor. Hold I'm on. in favor of that. Oh, hold on. Guess what? We've become the world's largest city to endorse the treaty. This is what they did. Oh, yesterday. but Garcetti has to approve first. Wait, wait, wait. This was the business that they couldn't conduct for a week? Yeah, it because, was. This is part of the of agenda the yesterday. Yes. Oh, thank God they finally got to it. Look at all the, the damage those protesters did. Look what DeLeon and Cedillo did. Pushed off uh, this treaty for a whole week. Next item on the agenda, the plant-based treaty. What is yes. a, a treaty? It's an important treaty. Wait, wait a second. A treaty is when you have two sides warring and they agree to stop uh, bombing it's, each other. Deborah, it's about the three R's. Number one, relinquish. No land use changes, e- ecosystem degradation, or deforestation for animal agriculture. Okay. Redirect an active transition away from animal-based food systems to plant-based systems. Yeah. Hear animal, that, John? Animal-based Food systems? systems. Yeah, that's that's the that's your your hamburger meat. Yeah. <laughs> what does this mean in the city? Uh, well, what what just, is that like? The delivery truck that takes the burger meat to In and Out? It's a resolution. It's Are just they, asking they, you so to stop eating the meat, so we'll stop killing the cows and we'll stop it's hoping that you'll do this on your own john and the cow farts that are killing the atmosphere no i mean the truck can't deliver the meat anymore they're going to be forced off the road by the uh by police and the third r is restore actively restore key ecosystems particularly restoring forests and re re rewilding landscapes rewilding why don't they get the homeless out of the bologna wetlands if they're worried about the ecosystem Sorry about that. It's bad lunch. Uh, among big cities, Los Angeles has joined Buenos Aires endorsing the treaty. I think Deborah Mark wrote the treaty. I did. <laughs> yeah. I was on the, keeping what, it on the down what, low, what, but what, you called me out. And... What, what kind of a nut right writes that gobbledygook? Like, well, you know how much dairy systems? products and milk contributed, they say, to the state's economy? $8 billion. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of jobs there. I know. I, uh, I thought there was more dairy in like Wisconsin and other places, but oh, we got forty million people, and most of them are normal. <laughs> well, but no, no. <laughs> they eat meat. They drink milk. That's what oh, most people so do. Oh, so you're not normal if you don't eat meat and drink milk. Okay. You said it. No, I'm. Repeating you just what said, you said it. Said. No, I, I'm. I'm. I'm making sure I heard you right. I, I agree with you. <laughs> California does have the country's largest dairy industry. You know how many cows there are. Deborah Mark, 1.7 million. Oh, wow. In the wow, state, is... which contribute to the dairy industry here. 1,400 dairies. That is a lot of milk. Oh, and how much are going down for food? 5.2 million head of cattle and calves that I guess go to John's what in and how many, how, how, many, uh, how many head of cattle I've eaten in my life? Like if I ah, stack, that would be yeah. If I, had I to mean, stack up all the beef I've eaten in my whole life. How you many... do have some sort of beef product every day, don't you? Uh, yes. Shame on you. Sometimes twice, or oh yeah, you do. Don't Occasionally you? twice, yeah. We, I'm Usually sure you eat two. Once. Don't you eat two meals? Uh, yeah, but I. Or is that bagel? That's a meal. That bagel you eat. That. Well, yeah, that there's no beef in that. No. No, but there's dairy on it. You put cream yeah. cheese on it. Oh right? yeah, no, there's no way. Well, all right, every single meal. Has some kind of dairy, if not Not me. mine. <laughs> you really live a fun life. I do. I, I'm yeah. very happy with my choices. Seriously, I, I don't miss, I do not miss meat. How, how long does it take dairy? you to order in a restaurant? Well, I go to restaurants that have 
vegan. She knows in advance. Vegan right. options, yeah. exactly. But, so I know. Right. But, but what if, if someone takes you to a place that you're not familiar? I'll just with? say, hey, do you have do you have any vegan options? But, or hey, can I get that avocado toast without the egg on top of it? Right. But That's there's it. a lot of questions. Like if you order okay, so, some kind of salad or soup where there's uh, yes, uh, yes. Not, not obvious ingredients. Then okay, you, who you, cares? Okay, uh, if that's the one bad trait that what, I have. What do you, was it, like four or five minutes? No, it's a, it, t- it took me two seconds to say, do you have avocado toast without an egg? <laughs> give Can suggestions I get for different ways to cook it? without butter. Uh-huh. That's it. All no, right. I don't give suggestions. I just ask. Oh, can I get that without the cheese? That's and it. they don't roll their eyes and say, oh, another one? Oh, they'll say, oh, no, it, it's pre-mixed. And I say, okay, well, is there anything else? How about a pizza without the cheese? Oh, really? You like that? It's yes. dry bread. That's fine. I'll take that. See, it's only a few. It's it's not long. Why don't you just bring toast with you then? Well, fortunately, <laughs> living in Los Angeles, I don't have to. There are enough places that have options. Okay. All right. All right. When we return, we'll be in Bidenville. He's released more oil from the strategic reserves. He's heading to Delaware. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs. With flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 